All right, Peter. <laughs> I'm looking at this Snoopy ice hockey game in front of me that I think Danny gave to us from our high school hockey. It's definitely Danny's. And it begs the question, either name your favorite Charles Scholl's Peanuts character or um, the one you identify closest with. It could be either one. So does that that includes like Snoopy? Mine's easy. And the the yellow bird. Yeah, Woodstock. Uh Woodstock. Charlie, who was actually Charles Schultz. Chuck obviously. Brown. Chuck. Um, and then there was the kid with the piano. Mm-hmm. Linus. And a blanket. Yep. Oh man. Probably Woodstock. Really? Yeah. That's I'm who a, you are? I'm a real wallflower. I don't say much. I, they all were, if you think about it. Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I, no, would, I was I was Woodstock. I'd be Linus. With the piano? I'd be Linus. Piano. Just like I you needed attention at all times. No. No. So you, you hauled a piano no, around with you. No. I just, I, I liked Linus. Why? He seemed, uh, I don't know. He he was just my guy. I, I think liked, it, I, I was like I was easier, kind of a Linus guy. I think an easier question here would be which uh, Scooby Doo character? <laughs> you, you? Now you're jumping my cold here. Thanks. I had a, I thought I had a really good cold. And now you've. Oh, I thought you were going to get to the point eventually. No, I just I was finding out which one you were. You know, Woodstock. Which one you like? Woodstock. Woodstock. Okay. A quiet right. little bird. You. Oh, come on. He was also kind of a goofball, and kind of a troublemaker too. I like Snoopy, too. Mm, Snoopy was the one who constantly required attention. So that would be definitely you. I would say you're Snoopy. I have have a lot in common with my dogs. Yes, you do. I got a lot in common with my dogs. Well, let's get this uh, party started. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause I get called like Minnesota. Call like Minnesota. Call like Minnesota. Call like Minnesota. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't. Just awful. <laughs> Just oh, let's awful. keep that to ourselves. Let's keep that. I mean, to atrocious. Yes. Like watching it. Yes. Watching it hard to watch. It makes me want to quit everything and go work <laughs> at Charles Schwab. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, if you only knew what we were talking about. There's. Uh, okay, let's get her started. It was a big week in youth hockey last weekend. The a biggest. lot of tournaments, a lot of uh, games too. There was a couple big games in 12A that we'll report about today too. So for sure, um, we do the rankings. We try not to make. Uh, this show about what you just read in rankings on Monday, but there's a little bit of, you know, we extract a little bit out of there and then we're going to drop some, a boom roasted uh, festival today um, and give out some game pucks. So hope you enjoy today's show. Before we get started, let's talk about our sponsors for today's show. Uh, Weikert Realty and uh, Map South Hockey. Actually, uh, after next week, we're going to be sponsored by Top Gun, which is a product of Map South. It's their skills uh, sessions that they put together year round. So we'll get a little bit of Top Gun tease for next week. 
Uh, but for now, Map South Hockey, great spot to go train your athlete, male or female, pretty much any age after Pee Wee's. You're eligible to join the Map, the Mapsters over there in Mendota Heights. Great facility, great coaches. Uh, I can't encourage you enough to go out and at least evaluate what they have over in Mendota Heights. Peter? Um, I hope that the Top Gun skills does not follow the actual plot of Top Gun. That Why? Because that was kind of a bumpy movie for a little bit. But they have a lot. Of, those pilots have a lot of skills. They do. They have a lot of skills, but it's, it's so dangerous, which it won't be dangerous at Map South. There's no. plenty of adult supervision. You, Correct. I mean, you can't you Correct. can't shoot a puck without hitting a trainer or a coach in the head with it. There's enough trainers there. That's there, for sure. <laughs> there's enough trainers there to start their own country. But uh, you'll no shortage of options at Map South. It's one of those fantastic places where you can kind of go a la carte and get what you need in the off season, and get it from the best. All right, you want to uh, talk a little bit about Weicker Realtor? You want to wait a, a later on in the show? Uh, let's do that later on in the show. Okay. All right, remind me to uh, get that one rolling. Uh, we're gonna break down by age group, so we'll start with the squirts slash tens. Uh, talk about last week and maybe a little something coming up this week as well. I know that the Edina Green Squirt A's won the cornerstone, they call it. They used to call it the O'Connor. They've called that squirt tournament Edina just about everything. They drub, I mean drub, drub. Uh, Edina White in the championship game. I think it was like 7 to nothing before Edina White actually put a goal on the board. They finished winning 8-3. to three. Jack Allgood led all scorers in the cornerstone with 11 goals and zero assists. We know he's a goal scorer, but I know he, I've seen him pass the puck in my lifetime. Uh, but he did not get any apples last weekend. Maybe an apple pie after winning that tournament. Maybe he doesn't um, like apples. On the uh, 10A side, Alexandria Tournament, the big Ole, uh, Anoka Rogers, our number one team in the state with emphasis on number one, um, they win the uh, big Ole up there. So kind of a fun weekend for the squirt age kids. They're, we're doing the rankings. We're doing our best in the first couple weeks. Um, I think after this Eden Prairie Tournament, some of these other 10A tournaments, we're going to have a Way better handle in week three, uh, locking down who the top ten teams are. But uh, at the score day level, it's Woodbury. We've seen this, this some of these kids on this team. They got Maverick Shulkin and Jack Kaiser, and that team's going to be super, super. They're going to be tough to beat. But I think uh, Edina, you know, won that tournament. Both Edina teams beat both Maple Grove teams in the semis. So uh, watch out for Edina. Big shocker there, right? For sure, for sure. Lots to report on in the Pee Wee 12. Oh, level. no, we are not we done. Got another, we got another 10. Come what on. Do you got? What do you got? Sorry, sorry. Forest Lake shuts out Cottage Grove 4 to nothing. In 10A in the, or 10B? 10A. 10A. In Ooh. the Grand Rapids Star of That's the North right. Tournament. That's Cottage right. Grove upset Shakopee 3 to 2 in a shootout in the semifinals. And uh, that Forest Lake team is, uh, I think, two. Yeah, Forest Lake and Matamidi Roseville are two and three in the same um, in the same district. They're not in the same district anymore. I think that Forest Lake plays in District Ten. Okay. I looked at their game schedule and saw a bunch of District Ten opponents and none from District Two. So I suppose that makes geographic sense. It totally does, but it's never they've never been in the same district. All right. All right. What else you got? Sorry about that, Forest Lake. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Twelve A's Hopkins Park defeats 
Proctor, Hermantown 5-4 to four to win the Bemidji Tournament. Yeah. Uh, Ella Kalps led the tournament. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Ella Kalps? Ella Kalps. Was she eight. from Hopkins Park? No, she was not. She was from Proctor, Hermantown. Okay. She led the tournament in scoring with eight goals and 16 points. Avery Luoma led Hopkins Park in scoring with nine goals and 15 points, including the overtime game winner against the Mirage. So Kalps, how do you spell that? K-A-U-P-P-S? K-A-U-P-S. P-S. Well, they have Kalpanins in Proctor, Hermantown as well. A lot of Finns roaming That around. is a very, I Proctor think it's like a Finn and, uh, knockoff name, Cope. A generic Finn name? It must be. It must be. All right, I got some more 12A for you. Um, two things of note. Centennial Spring Lake Park, Andover, and Anoka Rogers. They literally, they're like tied this close to each other. Their, their scores are all like one goal. But in the last 10 days, Centennial Spring Lake Park has Kind of taking the upper hand on those other two teams. They've gone 2-0-1 in the last couple weeks. I think Centennial Spring Lake Park has lofted up to number three behind the two uh, superpowers, Woodbury and Minnetonka, and uh, a good spot for them to be in. And then finally, Alex played Grand Rapids Greenway, who had been undefeated. They were like multiple, did like double digits and O, and Grand Rapids Greenway slides down. They're more of a 7 through 10 team uh, so far. Uh, they've split with the Cardinals this weekend in a, I'm guessing, as a day doubleheader somewhere. Somewhere. Wherever somewhere. there's ice. Not sure where they played. Moving on to 15A. Nope. Can we do Pee-wee- that yet? Nope. No, we're going PWB. Oh I got gosh. three PWBs to report, not just our Lumberjack PWB. Uh, Edina Green wins, uh, we'll call it the Head of Lakes, maybe, up in, up in uh, Duluth over YZ. Um, and then Hermantown beats Eden Prairie. We posted a video of Hermantown's uh, last-second heroics, we'll call it. Um, Eden Prairie scores a goal to what could have tied the game late in the game, but it was a second after the whistle, and the referee did the old no goal, and the Eden Prairie kids crumble in you know in defeat. Meanwhile, the Hermantown player skates to victory does a victory skate and he does this you know guitar thing oh the goalie splits the the whole deal i'm I'm pretty sure i know who that goalie is but i'm not going to name him uh publicly but we would probably get that video up right now during the show and it'll be pretty good so when i was watching that video i saw him go down in the splits and i thought (laughs) oh god no 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 because somebody's going to jump on top of you Right, right. And then, um, finally, PBB, Roseville wins the Lumberjack, our tournament, defeating Edina White. The Edina White goaltenders were outstanding in that one. Outstanding. Um, They win. Roseville sweeps it. They're a top five team in the state, and they kind of flexed. One of the things, I didn't see the Bantam A or PWA uniforms. Did you see this black and red? I did. Did, was, was it only the was it only the PBBs or did all three rocket? I honestly don't know. It's kind of hard to keep track of which level is which, especially when, you've got when they're like that age. Three different right teams right. from the same association. But this black, the black thing with, with the, the red, red outline and the little wolf or what is that raider thing? That's <laughs> what is that thing? You uh, played in the Reha. What I is did, that? and I remember when they changed the logo to the wolf head, <laughs> and I remember thinking, "What? What does that do with the raider?" What is this? It's a Raider but wolf. But forever, the Raiders never had a real logo. It was no. just Roseville Raiders in cursive. Look at the... It's just... All it is is diagonal Raiders. I know. I don't even have to look. 
I don't even have to look. I've seen it for years. It's it's the standard. I'm issue. stealing this for tonight. By and the that's way. what they're that's what their white tonight. uniform is almost verbatim. I that's love these uniforms. uniforms. They're it's so a great. Much it's a classic. It is, it's but they never had a logo, and then all of a sudden they came out with the with the wolf head. I know it's just weird. Um, I understand the red. You know why they have the red, right? Peter, are you there? Peter, are you out there? Peter just disappeared. Do you yeah. understand why they have the red? Yeah. Why? Roseville. Well, Roseville's youth hockey association used to be Alexander Ramsey and Kellogg together, and they're so they weren't red and uh, excuse me, they weren't they they weren't uh, gold and black like Kellogg, and they weren't red, uh, blue and black like Alexander Ramsey. So they had their own association with red uniforms and red jackets. I love so, talking about the history of the Roseville. There you go. So youth hockey they have they kind of brought back the red, and I love the red angle of Roseville and their hockey association, and the red in that black uniform was sweet. All right, moving on. PBA in what was speaking of Roseville, and what was the most exciting game I saw this weekend, and I saw a nine to eight slugfest between Orno and Coon Rapids in PBA earlier on Friday, which was crazy, but this was even crazier, and it was a zero zero game. Until overtime, and this kid named Braden German scored not his first, but his second game winner in as many games. Um, it's so a big Bra- weekend for Braden. Braden got the game winner after Maple Grove had tied it with 30 seconds left, 38 seconds left, and then he won it with 11 seconds left. I believe that's the digits. Um, but Braden, what a weekend for that kiddo to get the uh, MVP with kids like Jackson Cook and Dingman. And uh, it was just a big squad and a really good team, Henrik Sikic, and that team. Team is loaded, right? This it's a really um, good, really PBA good team. team. Um, but, but to hand it just to, gave me great joy not to not give it to Jackson Cook that he wasn't deserving, but to hand it to a kiddo who gets you know two game winners and in, in twenty four hours it was fun to do. If you're giving out most valuable, how do you argue with you someone who scores back to back game There's winning? No goals? way. Most valuable. Yeah, you can't do it. So what a fun team, that Ro- that Woodbury team, and, and Roseville. And um, hopefully I can get to it, but we had a top 10 goals video come out right now. And it's too bad because Eli Holtman, the goaltender for, for Roseville, made one of these saves. I'm still going to pull it up. I got to take some time. I got to find it. I might even put some music to it or something. It was that special of a save. Uh, late in the third period, Eli made a save that I thought would change the game, but it still wasn't enough. Uh, Woodbury got one home. Well, I'm glad you saw that one. I showed up for the last two championship games. You didn't see the end of the, the Roseville game? Not really. Just, I thought you just walked in when that happened. I, I walked in and I saw it go to overtime. And I don't know if I was thinking about how exciting it was going to be. I think I was thinking, how far behind are we about to be? <laughs> it didn't go bad. That, was, that goal happened pretty oh, it was quick. Okay, we honestly didn't get as far behind as I thought. We, we were about eight too. minutes behind when I finally left. We're so always it wasn't behind, that bad. Though. Always. Wasn't that bad. On a championship Sunday, you're always behind. A little bit. All right, and last on the Pee Wee level, um, White Bear Lake uh, knocks off Montemite two to one. We'll talk yep. about. I'll talk about White Bear in greater detail later on in the show. But they win and and uh, beat three top ten teams, and we'll get to that later. Yeah, I got to broadcast that game. That was a lot of fun. That White Bear team just plugging away. Yeah, it's yeah. a cliche, but White Bear Lake's a bunch of hardworking players. Uh, an invested association. It's uh, a good word. Association president Chad Marquart. 
showed up. He doesn't have a kid on the team, I don't think. No. Unless there's a Marquardt that I just don't know about. There's a secret child. Yep. Uh, doesn't have a kid on the team, but he's there. And he's got his white bear like jacket on, and he's repping the program. And Chad's got probably a thousand secret children. <laughs> They're all white bear like hockey players, boys and girls. That guy is passionate about boys and girls. Doesn't matter. If they're bears, they're they're his. You they're know, bears, they're them. bears for life. Um, okay, uh, let's go Bantams 15s. Uh, I only got one rip to report, and this is Tonka. You know, if I were looking at that really – remember we talked about that pool? You mm-hmm. picked you, – didn't you pick – I picked Delano and you picked Wisconsin, right, Madison? I, I picked West Madison, yeah. Right. That was one of my dark horses. Who won, who won the tournament? Minnetonka. They were in the same pool. Yeah. We knew it was a tough And pool. West Madison beat Delano, who is arguably the best team going into the tournament. Well, they were the number one team in the state. So, yeah, West Madison and Coon Rapids ended up doing well in that pool as well. So, great pool. Bat- whoever organized these pools should get uh, thumped in the head. What an idiot. What a complete moron. Uh, but Tonka wins. They beat Wasika. I think I picked Wasika. I picked yeah. Wasika. You did? Yeah. And I picked Orno. I mean, excuse me, Delano. Yes. So, Tonka beats Wasika at the uh, 8 a.m. game. Uh, thank you, Peter, for rushing over a iPad from the because <laughs> I was doing it off my phone. I got a dongle and got that thing figured out. There was the music in that North Rink wasn't solid, so they win that game. Uh, Delano comes back uh, after trailing uh, Moorhead for the entire game and wins. So you see Tonka win. What do you see in that game out of Tonka? We've seen that team oh, a lot man. this year. Oh. I could probably call a game with Minnetonka playing in it, and I wouldn't need to see a roster. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that names are on the back of the jerseys. No, it just you just know them. They they've got a lot of skill that I don't think showed up on the score sheet. I think Gavin Carl, I believe he made the all tournament team. If he didn't, you screwed him. But what I'm saying is, coming into the game, he had one goal. Yeah, he had he's like dynamic, one goal, though. one assist. But if you cumulatively brought his shots down six inches from the first period, he would have had five goals in the game. He just missed, just missed, hit the post, hit the post. So there's some skill with Tafe and with um, who's the other little guy? Aronson. Aronson. Tafe, Aronson. It's probably a Johnson on that team. Carl Johnson. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And then Cade Nystrom turned in another Cade Nystrom type performance where he plays really well. Nick Nugent. Um, if I remember correctly, ended up being the most valuable player. He scored what? twice. Really? He scored twice late in the third <laughs> period. And he was out there for every situation. He was on the penalty kill. He was on the power play. He was all over the place. I've talked about him in great length on this pro- program this year. I had him because I knew him. I said, hey, can you organize the kids for the headshots? Nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. Wow, maybe I shouldn't. Nobody have made showed up. Nobody. Sh- yeah, he um, he loses his stat. No, I'm joking. And they, uh, we, it all got taken care of just fine. And plenty of good guys in there. We got taken care of. Like, and they gave him look like you put him in charge. No wonder none of us showed up. <laughs> in a good way. In a and, good uh, way. The Skippers defeat a very good Tiger team. Very Tigers good. are good. I mean, they're going to be fun to watch if they all stick around for high school. That top, I agree. That top line. Andrew Bruett had a nice weekend. Brody Geislinger had a nice weekend. Uh, there are a couple Hallinans on that team, which is always a good North Star for Delano yeah. to follow. And their goaltenders are both seven feet, two hundred and ninety <laughs> pounds. So 
they were, they were yeah, huge. that's that's definitely a that good a team. Big, absolutely, big team. absolutely. Um, okay, let's switch over to fifteen Bs. What do you call? I got fifteen the, A's. I know, but you got fifteen A's. Okay, you want to do with fifteen A's? It's yeah, still the same tournament. Yeah, What's it called? The A's. potato, potato showdown, and potato, potato town, bro. <laughs> Say it one more time. See if the audience believes you that this is the actual name. The showdown in potato town. No, that's not a real name. Sorry. Yes, it is. You made that up. You're listening to the showdown in Potato Town on KOZY <laughs> at 9:50 a.m. It's called the showdown in Potato Town. All right, who won the 15 bees? I have no idea who won this. Moorhead won the 15 bees, oh. eight to five over Osseo Maple Grove. They'll be playing in our tournament. In Three the Fest players in from Moorhead linger atop the uh, scoring leaders. Molly Hockett had three goals and 13 points, and Brooke Lane and Caitlin Shirley each tied with 12 points, combining for 16 goals for the Spuds. As for the That's their second title. They won the cake eater, too. Wow. Talk about winning crowns. I think they're going to win. They'll town. win the Dangle Fest. Uh, Tune in next week for when we pick them to win. 15A, why is that a blue? Who was the leading scorer for Why Is It a Blue? It was a tie. Okay. Tala Hansen and Sophia Alvarez combined for 16 goals wow. for the Trojans. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yes, it is. I believe they, they beat Moorhead in the final. I don't, Did you tell me that? Mm, I don't know who they beat in the final, to be honest with you. I'm betting West Fargo, maybe, or somebody. From We're going to find out momentarily. Um, but that Why Is That a climbed high... The highest they've been in the rankings uh, so far, they've they've beaten Minnetonka, so they're a top three team behind Maple Grove and um, Edina. Edina and Maple Grove played on Sunday outside of tournament play, outside of district play, and Edina won two to one. So a lot going on in the 15s. We're going to see all of these young ladies uh, in Teddy Bearville in about two and a half weeks. Looking forward to it. Two I love Dangle weeks, Fest. Yeah. Dangle Fest is one of my favorites. It's a great one. Great one. You still got that one, or what do you got? A blue. Uh, I think they beat Andover. They did. Yeah, right. They, they played beat, them twice. They beat Moorhead yep. in the tournament, but they beat Andover eight to nothing. Got uh, it. December eleventh, which would have been Sunday, right? Yeah. 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 So are we go moving on to game pucks. We got any future games coming up this weekend? Not a lot going on. We're kind of heading into Christmas. Jerseys. Oh, they fall. Don't worry about the jerseys. They, they fell the they entire. They fell the entire show during boys high school hockey on Sunday. <laughs> Just gotta live with it. Where were you? Uh, are we going on to any games of the future? Cause yeah. Normally we talk about some tournaments. What do you got? We got some tournaments. We got the uh, George Palawa Bantam Double A oh, Memorial that's right, in, Bemidji. in Bemidji. Uh, an eight teamer in Pool A. You have Bemidji, Woodbury, Armstrong, Cooper, and Minot. And in Pool B, Shakopee, International Falls, Bismarck. Slow and down. Wasika. I, I was kind of just skimming that. And then once you said Armstrong, Cooper, I was like, hmm, hmm. Looks That's, like it's an A double A. Yeah, I know. Sure. So Armstrong, I would love to see how they do in this tournament. What are some of the double A ish sounding teams that are there? The double A ish sounding Bemidji? because they're not actually marked as A. Right, right, right. But Bemidji's double uh, A. I'm assuming Bemidji. Yep. I can't tell if Woodbury sent a That's double probably A. Probably their A. Okay. Yeah. Uh does Shakopee have an, a double A in They an a? do. Okay. They do. That would and be then, a good game for Armstrong. Then Wasika. Wasika again. Boy, they are two weekends. The, they're putting the miles. They are. Yeah, that's a good tournament. I I don't know who's going to win that. I, I I like this Armstrong Cooper team. 
I really do. I think they could win that tournament. And it's uh, most of the games are going to be at Sanford. Really? Well, BCA. What is BCA? No, that's Sanford? not Sanford. Is that Bemidji Civic Arena? I'm not sure what they call what BCA stands. That's not. We'll give it that. Okay, we'll call it the Bemidji. There's nine more. There's nine more. There's City Rink. There's BCA, which is two sheets. I don't know. I was going to ask you, and and if you don't know, we can just skim by this really quick. Do you know? Who George Palawa is? I do. Okay, all right. So I do. Sure. Uh, Just do a quick summary so those that don't know, because he needs his shout out. Yeah. Uh, before I do that, though, I will say Bemidji is it's their double A team. It's Shakopee's mm-hmm. double A team. Yeah. It's Woodbury's single A team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we George, know that Woodbury single A team from the Blue Ox. Remember? Adamitas. Skill skill skill. skill, 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 skill. Just keep going with it, right? Keep going with it. Uh, George Palawa, uh, Bemidji native. Oh, you're Googling he was, it. You don't I have wanted, to, I wanted to make Google. sure. Did you, you don't, I don't need Google. I, I wanted to no make Google. sure I got it right. Okay. I wanted to make sure I got it right. First round draft pick, Calgary Flames, Mr. Hockey, 1986. Yes, and then died tragically um, just after being drafted. Yes. Yep. From Bemidji. Just to, his nicknames in hockey were the Icebox and the Great White Shark. Which is oh, cool. that's revisionist history there. Uh, I don't remember Wikipedia. that. I wanted to make sure that I got it right. So Wikipedia. Yeah, not uh, an unfortunate situation, but thankfully his legacy lives on with his eponymous Bantam tournament in oh Bemidji. Oh, gosh. Unbelievable. Okay, what else? What's the next? Do you got a Pee Wee one? I do. I got a 12A one? What do you got? I got another Pee Wee AAA mashup. Mm. Can't really tell who's who unless we click through everybody and look at the rosters. Uh, this one is in Roseau, and we've got... Oh, this is the Paul Broughton? Paul Broughton, Alexandria, Northern Lakes, STMA. Oh, slow, down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Oral Cloquet, Grand Rapids, Orono, Grafton, Minot, Bismarck, Bemidji. Slow down, so just we can take these slower. we got time. What What are they? What are the teams? Alex. Alex. Okay. Just You can go a little faster than that. Northern Lakes. Okay. STMA. Okay. Roseau. Okay. Warroad. Good, good okay. team. Eh. Grand Rapids. Don't know yet about Grand Rapids. Orono. Okay, I saw him this weekend. Grafton. Grafton, we'll never know. Go spoilers. Minot. Don't know. Go Magicians. Bismarck. Magicians? What, what are you talking about? Minot, Minot Magicians. Wolves. Whatever. Okay, keep going. All right. Bismarck. Is, don't know. Bemidji. They'll be good. Bemidji's good. Interesting field here. It's a really good field. That's why I wanted you to go slow because you're just like, you know. Why can't hard. Why can't you keep up? Because you go too fast. Sorry, okay. I'm old. You should probably go to Summit Orthopedics. <laughs> I'm a member of AARP. You don't know ARP. All right. Um, okay. Uh, that's what I got for you. That's all you got. Well, let's pull up that Eden Prairie Square Day tournament because that's the one I'm going to be focusing on this weekend. I know that Woodbury. And let's see, Eden Prairie oh, are one side of the bracket. Edina Green and Minnetonka are on the other side of the bracket. So that's four top 10-ish teams, the number one team in the state. And I'm sure that Eden Prairie is excited to get Woodbury on their home track. Um, I don't know who's going to win that tournament, but it's going to be really, really fun to watch the pool play unfold on Saturday. Yeah, in pool 
the Black Pool, sorry, not mm-hmm. Pool A, Eden Prairie, yep. Rosemount, Woodbury, and Roseville. And Roseville's good, too, at Square Days. And so. in the Red Pool, you got Minnetonka Black, Edina Green, uh-huh. OMG Crimson, and Wyzetta Blue. That's good. That's a good field of eight. That's a nice little field. I think they do it. Can you look at the, do they have the brackets up for Square Days? See how they bracket it? Do they have a semifinal and a final, or is if you win your pool type of thing? If you win your pool, oh, I hate that. you play for first. Yep. I hate that. There should be a semifinal. Wow. Don't you agree? I mean, I mean, I suppose. It's one extra game. But you know this better than it's anybody. One extra game. It depends on the ice and it depends it's on. It's one extra game. Oh my gosh. Make all it happen. Right. One extra all game. All right. One extra game. That's all it is. Give the kids the semifinal. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, and I do know because I've had these 10 teamers before where we just. You, you get your four games, and the only teams that make it are the championship. That does stink. I agree. So, all right. Um, what do you got? We got a next segment coming up. We're going to talk uh, game pucks and boom roasted. Before we do that, let's talk a little bit about uh, Weikert Realty. Weikert Realty, the Weikert advantage. When it comes to buying and selling a home, choose a winning team. Joe McCullough, the realtor at Weikert Advantage, teams up with Pete Rinzel, the senior mortgage banker at Bell Bank Mortgage to form your winning team, whether you're buying or selling a home. I plan on using both of these gentlemen. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll make Pete work for his money. But I, we're certainly going to use Joe when we um, move back into the housing search. We've taken a little bit of a break. You brought up and we've worked quite a few hours on the mic this this today, and you've talked a lot about housing. What? Give me the update. Where Where are you looking? You You mentioned South St. Paul. Yep. I think we, West uh, St. Paul would be sweet. Lara, Lara, and I, my dear, dear girlfriend slash partner Thank you. slash Thank roommate you. slash Thank you for everything. Not using the partner word. But I used I used them both. I will lose my cookie. I used to say both. that word. Uh, we are in a bit of a pickle, and this is I could do an entire podcast about how I feel the city of St. Paul is leaving behind its middle class. Yep. But without divulging too much information, Laura and I, we do well enough where we should be able to Afford buy a, a decent I agree. home. I, we really should. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to afford a house with multiple toilets uh, or maybe even two full baths. I mean, yep. talk about a luxury, yep. a backyard in an area where I feel safe raising my children. Yep. And as I said, that could be a whole nother podcast. Right. But uh, right. we're poking around South St. Paul. Roseville? Uh, How about Roseville? No. Out of your zone? Lara is not a fan. Okay. I'm pretty amenable to wherever will get us three beds, two baths, under $300,000. Good luck with that. In a decent area. You could, That's what I'm hoping for. How about Isanti? No. <laughs> um, how about but this, here's Harris? The, here's, the, here's the pickle, though. We both want to stay in the city. I was or, raised in St. Paul. I would love to recreate my childhood for my children. You could get but a North at branch. this point, we are priced out. So that's where we're going to rely on Joe to help us find some market inefficiencies. Yes. And with somebody like Joe, who is so familiar with St. Paul, he and I grew up together. He understands the pockets of St. Paul where you can get a more affordable house here. That would cost you double over here. But this area is actually okay. And it's got good schools and you might be able to find something in your wheelhouse. Uh, South St. Paul is a place we've looked, we've poked around West St. Paul a little bit. Um, the west side of St. Paul is kind of uh, like that, too. kind of our sweet spot, right next to Ken Yackel. Yep, and uh, Boca Chica, which would be cool. That would be super but, cool. Um, 
I've always liked White how Bear you, Lake. How do you get a hold of Joe if you're in the market? You can email Joe at joe at wradvantage.com. That's Joe, J-O-E, at W-R-A-V-A-N-T-A-G-E.com. Or you can call him at 651-303-8521. You can reach Joe at 651-303-8521. And if you need to get a hold of Pete, you can email him at prinzel. That's P-R-I-N-Z-E-L at Bell Bank. That's P-R-I-N-Z-E-L at Bell Bank. Or give them a call at 952-212-1141. So if you're looking for a house. If you're looking for a house. Uh, or just maybe or interested condo, in what the market bears, call Joe. If you're looking to find out how you can have a Division One uh, baseball or hockey player, you could call Pete. Because that's if you're all. looking to oh, stick or, it or to the man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, Pete's a great guy and a, a great asset to Joe's business uh, when – you're looking to finance your place. Yeah, you'll meet Joe. You will. You're going to meet Joe uh, next month, actually. All right. Let's, yeah, you will. Um, let's do this now. We have our last segment uh, is the Game Puck Boom Roasted. We have a special edition Boom Roasted. Uh, <laughs> super super Boom. We'll I don't call know how it. special it is. Uh, do you want to go with the, I'll go Game Puck first because I'm going to come back with the Super Booms. All right. Uh, you go Game, uh, my Game Puck goes to. White Bear Lake PBAA team. Um, they with they beat Osmiable Grove. I watched the entire game because I think it was the last game of the night on that sheet. So I always like to clean up the pucks and get the score sheets as I watched that game quite intently on Friday. And um, then I kind of kept an eye on them and kept an eye on them. And they had a semifinal. So because they beat OMG, they got to the pool play or got to the bracket semis. And um, with 1241 to go in the second period. They were losing four to one to rival Stillwater in Stillwater's own building. They run off five in a row and beat them six to five. Um, and then beat Matamida, which we talked about two to one. And that's just toughness. You know, they they just they didn't whenever they got down, they they responded back, especially when they played Maple Grove. They beat three top ten teams, and then I call this an aberration in the rankings commentary. Um, that it's pretty rare a team is outside the top 10, enters the top 10, that happens. But I put them at number four. I mean, they've beaten so many good teams, and their record the last uh, 30 days has been is as good as any team in the state. So I put them right in there behind, I think, Edina, Woodbury, and Moorhead. I think they've proven themselves as, as to better than those teams. So uh, shout out game puck goes to the uh, White Bear Lake Bears. Congratulations. And I believe we had our first road Earn MVP I honors. Think, isn't that weird? Tournament. Yeah, considering uh, two Division ones and Nash is on a good. I'm not saying he is, but he's on a he's on a decent pace yep. to to filling that third uh, Division one scholarship there for the roads, and he gets to the first MVP. So hats off to Nash. He was a man amongst boys. He was, and going into the championship, he was the leading scorer for White Bear Lake. And I don't know about you, but when we start putting together our all tournament teams and our MVPs. We acknowledge that, yep, you're the leading scorer on one of the top teams, but then we start looking for other kids, you know, somebody you might have missed because it seems so obvious to pick right. the leading scorer. But he proved it on Sunday. I mean, he was all over the ice. He's got better hands than his older brother. <laughs> I love this. And he might. For oh. sure better hands than his dad. No for question For sure better about hands that. than his dad. Yep. So, yep, congrats to... 
the Rhodes and the Bears on a big weekend. It was awesome. My game puck goes to a coach that I cannot remember. I can't remember which team it was. You said it was Minnetonka. I think it was Minnetonka. Minnetonka Peewee Pee Wee B, I think. I think it's Pee Wee B, yeah. But they were in a game, and they were giving up shot after shot after shot, and it was being covered up, and... They were trying to protect their goaltender, but a couple of the kids took it too far and could have earned uh, retaliation penalties and whatnot. And this happened four or five times in like a two-minute sequence. And standing along the glass, I thought, at some point, they're going to take a bad penalty here and go on the power play and give up a power play, and the other team's going to come back. And the Minnetonka coach called timeout with probably seven minutes left in the third period. So he burned a timeout. You only get one per game. He spent it with with ample time remaining in regulation. He brought his team over, and he told his team, knock it off. You're going to put us in a bad situation if you don't keep your cool. This is stupid. Don't take a bad penalty. Stop trying to knock people over being the third man into a scrum. Okay? Everybody stop chirping. Stop jawing at the other team. Just play the game, and we'll get out of here just fine. And I thought that was a brilliant coaching move. He wasn't blaming the officials for not calling something. He wasn't blaming the other team for taking a whack at a loose puck. He put the responsibility on his group to maintain their composure, and they did. We need more of that, not just at the hockey rink, but everywhere in our culture. Take responsibility for your actions and what you can control. I I thought it was fantastic. I agree. Are you ready? If there was like a drum roll, I would yeah. want one here because I have my super booms here. Yeah, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna, I got five in a row. This is going to be a little bit fun. Okay, should I go? Fire away. If you complain about a tournament, don't do it on social media. You'll hurt your kid, you hurt your community, and you hurt your last name. Boom roasted. The fastest way to ruin your season is to tear down your own teammates. Boom roasted. We don't do goalie stats. That doesn't mean we don't like goalies. Boom roasted. If you have black uniforms, don't use light blue numbers. Boom roasted. If you bring alcohol into a rink, don't drop it two feet from the tournament director. Boom roasted. There we go. Five that was that was nice. That Five was nice. There we go. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fresh. Do you I'm feel ready cathartic? for a, a kind of a. It's gonna be a slow weekend. I mean, no, it's not I think it'll be a little bit about. slow uh, compared to the last three that we've had. Thanksgiving. Champions Cup, Lumberjack Cup. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, just going to watch on, hockey. Plan on checking out some high school games this weekend. I might squirts. Uh, might take Lara out for dinner. Maybe we'll go look for a house. I'm going to see a four o'clock boys high school game this weekend. That sounds awful. It's four be o'clock. Ama- Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Four, but four, four o'clock is like my dream. Oh, earlier. You go to four earlier. o'clock. Oh yeah, earlier. you uh-huh. go to four o'clock on a Friday. You see the game, meet your friends at happy hour at 6.30. It's going to be awesome. Oh, dude, I'm taking wait. We got a big. I can't wait. Thank you, Shock B, and I think they play Chanhassen. I'm big, so excited. Uh, big girls high school day on Saturday, so I'm going to hit a Huge. noon game. I'm going to hit a 2.15 game. I'm a home by 4.30. See? I've ordered dinner by 5 o'clock. I got the fire pit going by 5.30. We're eating Taco Bell by 6. I <laughs> What more could a guy want? You know what? You're like a king. I mean, people make it, am, make it, making food for you. Basically making food for you. I'm a king. You are a king. 
Making right. it and bringing it to me. All for the low, low cost of fifty nine ninety nine. I love for it. For four tacos. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in today's show. For the king, Tony uh, Peter Adney, I'm Tony Scott. Thanks to Kayla Joe Franz for producing this masterpiece today. Or mess. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully we'll see you around the rink real soon. Stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota.